Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Reality TV and me. I'm your host Kirsty, and for the next few weeks I'm hoping to be interviewing some of the cast of Married at First Sight Australia. So a lot of you guys in the States, a few of my listeners in the States, have been really getting into this series and I'm so excited that you finally have the opportunity to watch it in real time. Oh my God. Trying to get you guys onto these strange sites to see the show and keep up was a nightmare I am sure you can all remember. So this is going to be really fun. I'm going to be directing you to the podcast that I covered while the show was playing here uh, with my good friend Jacques Peterson. And then I'm going to be adding in these little sprinkles of chats with the cast, which is going to be really, really fun. We get a bit of behind the scenes goss and see what kind of stuff we can get out of them. And today I'm going to be talking to Alex Markovic, singer, real estate agent, and now star on Married at First Sight Australia. Hi, Kirsty. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for doing this with me. So for the listeners, Alex was matched with Ivan. And I want to know what that whole experience was like for you. Just first impressions, seeing him at the altar as you walked on down. Yes. So, I mean, it was always going to be really, I guess, nerve wracking, um, not having any clue what you're going to receive at the end of the aisle. Mm. Um, So basically when you do your audition process, you kind of um, tell them what you'd normally go for, what your normal type is and what you like. And of course you've got no say, but you hope for the best and you hope that they're going to give you like, you know, a Channing Tatum lookalike, which I was definitely (laughs) hoping for. Um, But yeah, you obviously get surprised when you meet your partner for the first time. So, I mean, for me, it was still like, it was kind of weird because I was walking down the aisle and because we have to walk down the aisle so many times, the first initial time that I walked down and saw Ivan's face, I was just like, I don't know, like it was like it was. I was in a dream. So it kind of didn't feel real. So the, I guess, first initial reaction was he had a beautiful smile. He was super nice. But, of course, not what I asked for. He's not um, a Channing but Tatum. But that was okay. He's not a Channing I mean, Tatum, you know, but he's I, a beautiful person. <laughs> exactly. He's not Channing Tatum. But then again, I didn't even ask for like a Channing Tatum look. Like I was just like tall, dark and handsome. So, I mean, look, I think initially myself and Ivan had the initial connection in terms of, um, I don't know, it was bizarre. Like our souls had connected. But in terms of looks, I don't think that instant attraction was there 100%. Um But I mean, I just, I felt warm and I felt comfortable standing next to him, which was really good. That's like you guys. And I just rewatched the clip of your wedding day to get it fresh in my mind because I watched it quite a few months ago now. And honestly, you guys probably had the best initial chemistry of any of the couples. You really did seem, especially when you're calming him down, when his mum gets up and sings, you know, you kind of just were able to put your foot down in a way that he really responded to. I don't know if that was because you're Serbian and he, you know, Mm -hmm. you come from similar backgrounds or what it was, but there was, like you said, that soul connection. There was something there that really tied you two together and made you both feel comfortable with each other. It seemed anyway. 
Yeah, it definitely was. There was definitely some sort of, you know, connection there. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But the main thing for me was, was that I felt comfortable. I was no longer nervous. Um, and it felt like I'd known him for years on end. So, you know, um, whichever way that was going to progress, I was happy. And I, I just felt really lucky that I had been matched with someone that made me feel like that. That's so nice. So you said you had to walk down the aisle many times. Was there – that's kind of that that fourth wall breaking down for me. I mean, I'm such a reality TV junkie, but that kind of stuff always blows my mind that I even hear about, you know, people having to have the same conversations or the same fights over and over again so they get riled up. Is there something like that going on with this show or it's more like entrances, exits, things like that that they're trying to catch? I think for them it's more catching different types of reactions and facial expressions. So um, I think there was a scene there when I walked down the aisle that I looked down and Ivan had like the kind of short ankle whatever they're called, pants that didn't yeah. reach the floor. And, you know, they had like the no socks thing. Even though he was wearing socks, I kind of looked down and I kind of made this face. But I, <laughs> I don't recall ever doing that. Like I didn't even pay attention to that side of things when, when I first um, met him. So that would have been one of those typical takes, one of the hundred takes that they did mm. where they had captured my face and they kind of just puzzled it all in to look like I was rolling my eyes. But I actually liked his outfit, which was – bizarre um because that facial expression did not match the way I was feeling at all at that time so yeah I mean it gets really awkward when you're walking down for the fourth or fifth time and then the whole you know guests that are at the wedding are kind of looking at you it's like okay you've seen me for the first time the surprise is over now um what next kind of like please don't make me do this again but yeah I guess I have to capture every single angle of shot Mm. um Um, and every single facial expression that they can. That is so interesting. I would be so bad for that. I, um, I, I never applied, but I, a few years ago and my listeners know this story already, so I won't bore them to tears. I was asked randomly, um, cause I was in a singles Facebook group if I wanted to mm-hmm. be on the show and look, I'm glad it didn't eventuate cause I was like, yes, this would be great for me. I was recently single in a bad place in my life. And I thought, you know what? I'll marry a stranger. Probably the same thoughts that went through your head. Yeah. And and I would, I, my face is a dead giveaway of every single emotion that you possibly could have. And I'm, I'm like the Lizzie of, uh, my face is the Lizzie. It's just overreaction to everything. Like you didn't buy the peanut butter you will ruin hell. <laughs> like, yeah, get that. It would totally be all over my face. So look, what yeah. you're saying is resonating with me and I'm really feeling like my life choices worked out properly right now. Yes, so 100%. <laughs> what about you? Any regrets doing the show or all positive? I mean, there was some, you know, hiccups throughout the show, throughout filming and stuff that, you know, I would have never – experienced in normal life but I guess it is reality tv and you know what you sign up for but I mean it wasn't all bad I did I think I had a pretty positive experience compared to some of the contestants on there um and you know what at the end of the day regardless I learned so much about myself I came out you know a lot stronger and um I you know I'll take this 
with me for the rest of my life and everything that I did learn on there and how resilient I was and how strong I was will really, you know, come in handy for me in the future. So no regrets. I believe you do everything in life for a reason um, and God puts you there for a reason. So, yeah, no, no regrets on my end. But definitely um, if I had the opportunity to do it again, I would definitely change a few things, that's for sure. Well, I mean, honestly, like you saying your resilience and your strength, like that shined through. Like that was yeah. that was a huge part of your character that I really liked. And I know a lot of uh, my friends that watch the show and other listeners um, of the podcast and fans of the show really, really saw in you. And um, and also just like, like I mentioned earlier, just the way you were able to controls the wrong word but you know put Ivan in his place when he was being that kind of obnoxious character that he that he sometimes is labeled as you know yeah in a way that that was kind um and and wasn't kind of kicking him when he was down I think that was that was a really nice part of your relationship but I want to just backtrack a little um what even made you decide to apply for the show in the first place is that something you'd done for a couple years or was this the first time tell me a little about that yeah so definitely my first time I have been on another reality tv show it was called take me out it was just Uh, like a little love it and know it yeah (laughs) mini mini like stint I had like three episodes I think I said a whole of six words but anyway um so yeah it wasn't the first time but definitely the first time applying for married at first sight and I don't know I just had this gut feeling the whole application process even like making the video just kind of like explaining who I am and why I want to do this and whatever I just for the whole journey I just had this gut feeling in my stomach that I was going to be chosen and I kind of just went with it and you know interviews started happening and one thing led to another and more interviews and and everything like that and next thing I know yeah I'm walking down the aisle and meeting this person so I don't know I just followed my gut and that's kind of what led me there in the end but it was always something that I kind of wanted to do but always you know had a partner or something like that so I just yeah I was single at the time I applied one thing to another I followed my gut and there you go and following that gut down the aisle how was it not having your parents there that must have been really tough Yeah, it was super tough. I mean, I know they were kind of there if I needed them by a phone call or things like that. But, um, yeah, I guess I knew obviously they were going to watch it on television. So, yeah, yeah. But it was, it's different. It's different having them there at, you know, in front of you while it's all happening. So it was really hard. It was tough. I, I guess I had my best friends there and they're exactly like family to me anyway. So, um, yeah, it was a bit of a bizarre feeling. And Ivan obviously, at the wedding did um, have a conversation with me about it and I kind of explained why they weren't there and it's not really their thing and they kind of didn't really support it. Um, But I'm glad that he was, you know, so understanding about it. But, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Um, Yeah, you can't really force anyone to be there, but I know that I had them there if I ever needed them for anything via phone call or whatever. Yeah, if there was yeah something you really needed to – your mummy yeah. for. Yes. Oh, <laughs> did you – did they watch the show with you? Did What did they think of the whole process as it played out? Yeah, so they didn't watch like the wedding with me because I was in Sydney at the time. We had radio interviews the next morning and everything like that, but they did watch it. Um, I don't think I ever watched one episode with them, to be honest. It was kind of like weird. Yeah. <laughs> 
I haven't so watched all the yeah. I haven't even watched all of the episodes myself, but they did watch a uh, majority of the episodes, I think. And from what everyone said, even their friends and things like that, I just said they were really proud of me and I conducted myself in a really good way. Um, and that was the main thing for me that people were proud of who I was and you know the, exactly the same person as I was on the show as on the outside world and. Yeah, it was really nice to hear them being so proud of how, how I portrayed myself. Oh, that's nice. And yeah. um, I wanted to ask you a bit because in your episode, at least your wedding episode, we also have Connie and Johnny's wedding. Um, was this either, this might be a weird question and show my ignorance in the filming process, but mm-hmm. did you get to experience any of the other weddings or were they filmed at completely different times and this was all just cut together? No, so what happens is um, I don't even know when Connie and Johnny's wedding was filmed, but it definitely wasn't on the same day as our wedding. So our wedding was actually filmed on the same day as Poppy and Luke. So what happens is they have a morning wedding and they have an afternoon wedding. And um, because there's obviously a certain amount of men and things like that, um, they have to kind of both be at the weddings at certain times. So we had the afternoon wedding, so we kind of got the big reception and the nighttime dinner and things like that, which was really good. Um, but Poppy and Luke were as well on our day, but they were the morning wedding. So it's always two ah. two weddings on a day, but split up half days each. Wow, those cameramen are working hard. <laughs> Yeah, they would have been like 20-hour days probably. (laughs) Oh, my God. And were they really long filming days? I mean, when we get a little bit longer later in the season, you know, we see these dinner parties and they might go for 10 minutes uh, max in the episode that we see. And I've heard that they are just – they can be, you know, six hours long. Is that accurate? Yeah, a bit longer than that, I oh think. My God. Um, so dinner parties, um, so basically we get staggered into a dinner party um, and every week you kind of don't come in at the same time. So some weeks, um, I think in a few weeks' time, we're kind of first and then we kind of last and then it depends. You kind of get staggered. So you have to wait your turn. So basically you start filming in the afternoon, which is like you'll get ready scenes, doing your makeup, final touches, and then you obviously go into a car at staggered times you walk into the cocktail party at staggered times and then you get seated usually at about 8 p.m. and then you'll kind of film the whole dinner party until about mm, – depends. Obviously, as the season went on, less people were there, so it was shorter. But I think when there was most of us there, it was probably like 3, 4 a.m. jobs. Oh, my God. Yeah, longest <laughs> dinner party I've ever been to. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that chicken cutlet's pretty cold by now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, we're all at McDonald's um, at the end. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm so not surprised. Was it like that kind of like did you did you have like knockoff drinks with the cast and was it was it fun hanging no. out with them or were you completely segregated? No, no. So yeah, so they 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 do like to segregate you. Basically, mm. when when there is a dinner party they want everyone to catch up on their gossip on camera, of course. So um, even after the dinner parties, you know, if someone's had a tip or a fight or disagreement, you'll kind of all get put in a separate taxi back to your place, which is we're all living in the same building, but we kind of get, again, it was all in staggered um, taxis back to our rooms and we kind of don't hang out after that. I mean, by 4am you're really exhausted. So all you want to do is get a cheeseburger and go straight to sleep. Um, (laughs) 
and then till you have to wake up the next day, which is the commitment ceremony day. So, oh my god, it sounds like boot camp to be honest. Oh, it's exhausting. I've literally, I don't even go to the gym, but I can just imagine this is like going to the gym. Let me ask you about that a little, and you can be as candid as you like or not. But your look has changed a little since we see you on the show. I mean, it's not yep. as dramatic as some of, you know, the Lizzie from season six to season seven. No. Uh, dr- dramatic <laughs> yeah. change that, you know, I honestly wouldn't have recognised her if, um, if, if I didn't see her name pop up. But was there kind of a pressure to look a certain way after being sl- flung into the spotlight, having never have, having dealt with that before? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say there was a pressure from exterior sources or people. I think it was just myself, kind of watching myself back. Um, Obviously, this started airing in Australia in January. So, you know, um, watching yourself back in January, kind of at the wedding, and you're like, oh, like, I thought I was really okay with my weight and I felt really skinny, which was fine. Like, I'm never going to go back and say, oh, you're this, I'm not going to dictate and and make my, put myself down when no one else is. But I kind of... Yeah, I don't know. Like I just looked at myself and I was like, you know what? I'm not happy with that. Like I was a little bit for myself pudgy on the, on some areas and I kind of just Girl, I am going to slap diet. you till Sunday. <laughs> I swear. No. <laughs> no, I know, I you know, go, you're talking for yourself. Yeah. No, I didn't go hardcore. What happened was, this is just how it happened. So basically for Easter this year, which was April, I think, we have um, – so I'm orthodox. So basically I gave up 40 days of Lent. So I gave up all meat, all dairy, all meat products. And 40 days is quite a long time to be eating vegan. Um, mm-hmm. So my diet changed dramatically. Like I cut out all of those foods. So my weight obviously changed with that. And that was kind of like the time where the show had finished and then all of a sudden these photos emerged of me and then the media just got wind of it. I'm like, Alex lost nine kilos, blah, blah. It's like I actually wasn't like trying. Like I'm not starving myself here. It's just that I am doing the Lent for Easter and that's just how it worked out. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you look amazing and I'm loving the blonde as well. I always, and my listeners will attest to this, I always like thought you looked like the kind I love the dark hair, the kind of Kardashian yeah. look, you know, that yeah. I, I I like your curves. So you know what? Over here you're looking a treat. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but I'll take you whatever way I can get you. It's all good. Oh, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> it must have been so weird though, seeing yourself in magazines and even mm-hmm. watching yourself on TV. I mean, and look, we're our own worst critic when when, even when I listen back to the podcast, I'm like, that is not my voice. I'm not a 12-year-old boy <laughs> or a chipmunk, you know. <laughs> but we always get pick that. out yeah. the weirdest shit. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, what it, was it Was it hard getting people, you know, if they talk to you on Instagram, getting hate? Did you get much of that stuff? Oh, I got so much hate. Really? Um, yeah, obviously you'll see in the coming episodes. Um you know, there was some rumours and stuff like that. No one really gets away scot-free with no drama on Married at First Sight. You've got to have some drama, especially in the Australian version. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think people pick sides and that's the thing. The audience do pick sides. They're not really there so they don't understand what's the real truth and they'll pick one side. And sometimes you're on the side that is a hateful side and you are going to cop. I think I got one message. This is probably the worst. But it was like um, – it was actually stupid because he messaged me from like a business account. I think it was like a plasterer or something. And he was from my hometown and he just said, 
um, I hope you and your family die of coronavirus. Oh, my and God. So I was like, you know what? I usually just block Block, delete. delete. Bye. Yeah. But I didn't. I was like, you know what? This is a business owner. He doesn't deserve to just get blocked and deleted. So I kind of took a screenshot. I put it on my story of my thousands of followers and made sure (laughs) his business went under. And I think the page was deleted after that. No, like don't like say anything you want about me, but do not talk about my family. No, so that's so that's wrong. When I, that was my final straw. I was like, nope, everyone else I blocked and deleted. I will not name and shame, but this guy owns a business. How dare he talk like this and mm-hmm. be still raking in the benefits of a business, being a business owner and making money. You were going down, bitch. So that's what happened. And I think, I don't know what happened, but I think his business page kind of just went away. So I don't know. <laughs> well, he's taking yeah. time out to think about what he's done and <laughs> yes, look, he's he actually- can go sit in the naughty corner because honestly, Absolutely. people say this kind of shit and, you know, you hear horrible stories of people being told to kill themselves and, you yeah, know, that's or like, oh, like being comments about their, their appearance and all this horrible stuff. And like I said, we're already our own worst critics then bring in the voice of some rando on the internet times however many people there are following that story. It's like, really? It's They wouldn't say yeah. it to your face. They don't have the confidence to do that. Please don't hide behind your avatar or your tiny little Insta picture and think you can come for me. I appreciate you uh, coming back and putting that on your story. 110% supported by this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then I, I am, I chase vengeance. I don't think people can get away with shit like that. I don't like it. So I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My block my list is definitely sitting at about full of, I'm, I don't actually know, but maybe 700 people. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. 700 yeah. assholes. Well, I did yeah. notice that, um, I don't know if people are still doing it, but when the show was airing, a lot of the cast would put their, Instagram on uh, only a certain amount of um, comments can be made or can be left in a photo. And I assume that was because of any kind of hate or backlash they were receiving, which I think is pretty smart actually. Yeah, that was um, that was the Channel 9. They did that for oh, us. So we, they told- we didn't have access to our Instagrams while it was airing. They were posting for us and kind of limiting the amount of comments and things like that themselves. Oh, so would they post your captions for you as well? We would write our – yeah, so they would post it for us, but we would kind of get an email on the day and then have a pick the photos we wanted to be posted and then write our own captions and then they would post it for us. Oh, my God. That's so wild. Like I didn't – I wouldn't yeah, even Yeah, it's like having a manager of, of yeah. your Instagram. It's like yeah. you're a fucking Taylor Swift over here. You know, like everything crazy. has to be checked so by seven different, I don't know, probably white men yeah. with their tires all like right yeah. up there. Oh, my God. I can't even <laughs> – I'm getting yeah, up on my like patriarchal high horse. I need to slow my roll for a second. <laughs> so Literally. tell me, you had never yeah. lived with a boyfriend before. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell was that like getting married and then living with this person on national television um, yeah. having never lived with a man before? surprisingly really easy I guess we didn't have things like bills to fight about rent to fight about we only had to like kind of pull our weight with cleaning um even then the apartment got cleaned once a week by Mm -hmm. a cleaner but just kind of we had to do our own laundry and things like that so 
it was surprisingly easy. I'm, you know, he cooked, I cooked, he made breakfast, I made dinner. Like it was really, we kind of both pulled our weight. And he was someone that did chores around the house. Like he wasn't lazy. He, I was always sleeping more than he was. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I, I kind of, yeah, I got pretty lucky there. So it was kind of smooth sailing for, my, for the first time living with a man. <laughs> Oh, well, that's good. And look, honestly, I think out of mm, many of the men that are on the show, I won't name names, but we can have yeah. a guess. Yeah. You probably got lucky with the cleanliness uh, there with Ivan. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Like he was more, definitely more hygienic than I was, um, <laughs> which is, I guess, always good. Um, so, yeah, he. the only thing was obviously like um, – I guess, yeah, he, he just – he did more than I did, really. Like, I think I cooked him dinner a few times. but And the good thing was, like, the city that we were filming in is was his hometown. So he kind of got to show me around and show, like, sightsee and things like that that I've never got to see before. So it was kind of like having my own little tour guide, whereas if I got someone from another town, we kind of just would have been like, well, what do we do? Well, yeah, regardless, exactly. I mean, we were the only couple – um, actually me and us and another couple were the only couples that really spent every single day and every night with each other. Everyone else kind of just like went their separate ways. <laughs> so when they weren't filming, they were just like, I hate you. Peace out. Basically. Bye. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> oh God. I want to, I want to delve into that so bad, but we don't want to give too many spoilers away. No. <laughs> Maybe if we get to chat again later in the season, we can get a little bit more, more dirt Sounds on good. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So just jumping back in, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the rest of the cast. So obviously you mentioned that you didn't get to spend too much time with each other when you weren't filming, but is there anyone in particular that you got closer to any of the girls or the guys? Yeah. So while filming, um, myself and Yvonne, we hang out with Stacey and Michael a lot. Um, so we can't, basically we're not allowed to really outside of filming and things like that on our downtime, we're not actually allowed to spend time with any of the other couples because obviously the drama has to happen at the dinner parties, but Mm -hmm. us being little rebels, most people (laughs) did. So, um, Stacey and Michael were definitely a couple that we hung out with a lot because we were the only couples that really hung out. Um, everyone else, no, I think I went out once or twice with Kathy. Um, we went out for like a dinner together. Um, that's really it. We kind of just saw each other in the hallways here and there, but no, no really hangouts because A, we weren't allowed and B, you kind of had to plan it um, really well. But like yeah, we just say myself. Yeah, basically. Yeah. On our off days, myself and Yvonne, we just kind of explored Sydney um, ourselves. We kind of just like went far, far, far away from the <laughs> and just did our own thing. Um, and that was good. But yeah, I think we took Stacey out one night. We all went clubbing and things like that. So um yeah, but apart from that, no. I guess the only time you really see everyone else is at the dinner parties and the commitment ceremonies. Is there anyone that you didn't get along with? Um, Towards the end of the season, yeah. Yeah, um, I suppose by then everyone's kind of grating on each other's nerves. Yeah, but yeah, two, for two months too long living with everyone. <laughs> um, I think at the start of the season, who didn't I get along with? I think I got along with mostly everyone. Like I was pretty friendly with everyone I was like everyone was kind of like in their own little lane dealing with their own little relationship problems um but yeah no I can't say that I didn't like anyone at the start no good yeah well I want to kind of pivot a little bit away from the show and Mm -hmm. ask you a little bit about 
the gossip pages if I can. Yeah. yeah. So as they would say, you've been seen gallivanting with yeah. Lockie, who is going to be our Australian uh, next bachelor. Mm-hmm. Look, if we ever get to filming because of the virus and whatnot, but hopefully we we do get back to creating some reality TV so I can yes. continue <laughs> my career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Lockie and will he make a good Bachelor? I think, you know, Lockie's fun. Like he's fun loving. He's super friendly. Um, you know, I think he definitely... I, from what I understand, has his eye on the prize with someone. So that's always good. Um, but I think he will make a good bachelor. It'll be interesting seeing him on TV because obviously I just know him on a friendship basis and, you know, hanging out on a Saturday night together. So, mm. yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But from what I understand, he does have a few girls that he's got his eye on and he is there to find love. I mean, that's the whole point of The Bachelor. So, you know, fingers crossed for him that everything works out and that he does get his dream girl. So are they still able to be filming at the moment or did they take a little break or had they already completed the the series? No. So when I was with Lockie last time, he had seven girls left. So pretty much getting on the way to the end. Yeah. Um, he's back filming now. Oh, how exciting. Yes, that's just a little between me and you. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Yeah. Do you, do you think he's a little bit too much of a womanizer to settle down or do you think he's going to be good? I think that's just Lockie's nature. Like I think he's just really flirtatious and fun. Um, but I think he definitely is there to find someone. I mean, I think doesn't everyone want to find someone and find love? But I think with the right person, he definitely will settle down, I guess, because of what happened with the ex-survivor girl. I don't really know her name and, and him kind of blindsiding her and going on The Bachelor. Obviously, you know, it wasn't there for him. It didn't work out. But I think he is on The Bachelor to find love. I just think that's just people get mistaken of his flirtatious behaviour as, you know, being a womanizer and player and things like that. But, no, um, yeah, I think he's definitely going to settle down with someone this season. <laughs> Got to be watching now. Now I'm, like, excited yeah. to watch the season. I haven't watched Bachelor in a while, but... You know, it's been a bit yeah. of a drought for reality TV and we're all in need of a lot more TV at the moment, a lot more uh, yeah. entertainment in general because we've been locked up for so long. So I think that'll be really, really fun. Just finally, yeah, how, how do you do you know him from the circuit, like the publicity circuits or how do you guys no. know he just mates anyway? Yeah, so we met through one of my friends who I went to high school with. So he's been in Perth obviously and we kind of met like that and yeah I wanted to know um if you're doing anything you mentioned you're you were a singing teacher as well as uh, being a real estate agent when you were on the show any aspirations to take that further any career ambitions in in the music world I mean mm, anything's possible but I've started my own YouTube channel, which oh, great. is going well. I'm kind of posting a song here and there. I mean, I, I love singing. I do it as a hobby. It's not something that I'm kind of like, oh, I'm aspiring to be a singer because, you know, I think for me having a family will, would definitely become first. Um, but if something does come out of it and an opportunity does create itself, then 100% I'll go for it. I mean, you never know. The voice could be an option, X Factor or something around those lines. Do it. But for now, yeah, I'm just, you know, kind of doing it as a hobby, singing when I can, posting on my YouTube. Um, I've, Give us I've your YouTube of... channel. Oh, it's oh, it's just my name, just my full name. <laughs> yeah. And um, any so, socials that you want the listeners to know about? 
I mean, I'm pretty active on TikTok. I, I love ah. doing TikTok. I've got a I've got a background in musical theatre and acting, so for me, it's like. You know, the acting thing could be a scene for the future. There was a few people that I was going to meet in Sydney before coronavirus, kind of like agencies and things like that that I was going to suss out. Um, but, yeah, hopefully awesome. when, when this is all over, I can definitely get my butt over there and have a chat to some people. But, yeah, just kind of I'm not really aspiring for anything. I think if just anything kind of is there or comes at me, then I'm definitely going to grab it with both hands. But just living every day as it comes and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, just say yes to opportunities. So if of course, is your yeah. TikTok and your YouTube Alex Markovic? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Markovic for the listeners is M A R K O V I C. And oh, just so that they also know, and I'll put this all in the show notes. Alex is a different spelling as well. Yeah. I suppose it's a Serbian spelling. I don't know yes, spelling. It is. So it's A L E K S rather than yeah. C K for yeah. everybody. And what's your Insta? I just closed it. <laughs> it's the same, same, isn't it? Alex. Markovic. Yeah. Alex yeah. Mark. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to get off your chest before we close up the interview? Any any major dramas that you wanted to <laughs> make sure mm. that the, the everything was straight on the straight and narrow? No, I guess you know, um, enjoy watching the season. It's definitely a roller coaster, a lot of drama, and I guess pick your choice and pick your favorites based on the characters. But just remember, <laughs> I guess, guys, that you know, not everything you see on reality TV is how it definitely is. There is a lot of editing involved. So certain facial expressions, like my one looking down at Ivan's no socks, was you know <laughs> one of those definite examples. But yeah, I guess you know, have fun with it. You know, I judge when I watch reality TV. Who doesn't? So have fun and just, you know, I guess hope you'll like it. And honestly, girl, you would not, uh, I would not judge you for if you did roll your eyes at that shoe sock combination <laughs> or lack thereof sock because I was rolling my eyes, I've got to tell you. Yeah, I think most people were. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. You have been an absolute pleasure. And I do hope we can chat later on in the season. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. If you want more of the show, Reality TV and me on Instagram or uh, on Facebook, Reality TV and me as well, and in all of your favorite podcast apps, make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, and I'll keep getting some more goss to you as the weeks go on and check in on the DMs and just so we can touch base on how you're going watching the show. I know it's very different in the U.S., they're showing, I think, one or two episodes a week, whereas in Oz, they were showing four. So it's going to run a little bit slower, but that's okay. Just keep touching base with me and how you're going along with it. And if you're enjoying it and who your faves are and who you're not vibing with so much, lots of love. Thank you so much.